Welcome to Beyond the Gym Floor by STC Learn. On today's episode, we're taking the concept of needs analysis, write a program and applying it to the back end of your business to make sure you're running effectively and efficiently maximizing client buy-in in those really important early two weeks with your clients to make sure you're getting results, you're building retention and you're not spending hours doing admin every single week. Enjoy the episode. We'll see you there. I think once you, yeah, like when you're younger, it's just like life's more simple mm. and there's less input. Mm. Yeah. So you're just like, what was the worst thing that we were doing? It was like getting shredded. Yeah, there's less like, browser tabs <laughs> open. Yeah, yeah less, less, um, well, you know, what do they say? Pressure is a privilege when, you have, yeah. when you've got people that depend on you. Mm. It's like, yeah, it, true. But then it's like, yeah, that comes with like, yeah. A cost. Still a cost, pressure. which is, yeah not, yeah, not being able to do all that stuff. So anyway, yeah. I was like, I found it all and I was like, this is nothing. Yeah. Like it's it's useless. All right. So I want to start this episode because I always forget to do the thing that we're yeah. supposed to be talking about because we just get excited and talk. So yeah, yeah. we have our new free resource and our brand new shiny polished up website that you can go check out. The link is on the bio at Instagram.com or you can go straight to stcfit.com resources and find... Do you know how hard it is to say six-figure sales systems checklist? Six-figure sales systems checklist. Do you know how many... Six-figure sales systems checklist. <laughs> I've said that so many times, making all the YouTube videos and stuff. Uh, yeah. Bruh. Uh, tripping over it a lot. Yeah. Um, I can see how that would happen. Yes, but it is available. So, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, I think, like a checklist yeah. um, to go through and we walk through it. It's now available for a free download and it comes with a five-video training series as well that walks you through how to actually not just tick box yes or no, actually go and learn how to apply it into your business and what do the thing yeah what it actually means so when you look at i don't know what a fucking piece of hero content is we'll tell you and we'll tell you how to make it mm. great all right and that's that'll flow into the topic of the episode but we just had a really interesting conversation about us being old men not being able to deal <laughs> with stimulants anymore Fuck. not being able to deal with a the magnitude of stimulants that i have previously been yeah. able to to uh to withhold or withstand do you reckon you are just more aware of how you feel and you always felt like shit doing it or you're just more resilient because nah, you have less I was able to ride this, uh, f- fucking flog this horse pretty hard, bro. <laughs> like in the in the height of like the most stimulants I've ever taken, mm. I would have been taking an, an animal stack, which is fucking 400 megs, I think, of caffeine. We're having like two coffees a day, synephrine, other stuff. Maybe some other things that we probably shouldn't talk about <laughs> on this podcast. Um, and then, yeah. I mean, like, to be fair, I was, oh, I don't know, sub 10% body fat. Yeah. But it was even, but even now I find like, as soon as I try and like adopt some of those things, which may be beneficial for a fat loss phase, mm-hmm. it's like, I can't even get that initial phase. Yeah, kind, kind of kicked it. going. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I would have to get myself into like a really silly level of body fat to be like to lethargic yeah. so that I could use those things to keep me up. Now I'm just like, as soon as like, even, you know, like I honestly, the other day had that thought about the caffeine mm. and I was like, I need to just go to one a day. Have less. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I just feel like the more things that go on, yeah, like you were talking about, it's just like your mindset, the anxiousness, whatever. Mm. It's like, there's other ways to make yourself alert. Yeah, that don't involve, you know, overdosing on um, caffeine, and I'm like, I have to seriously look into this now. Yeah, I wish you could. You have. Wish you could control the time. 
of caffeine. I wish the Half-Life wasn't eight hours. Yeah. And I wish it was, you could control it. So like yeah. yesterday during the workshop, I was just like, I'm not even fucking here right now. I was like kind of trying to do something. Sorry, else. I was asking you questions too. I feel bad now. No, no, no. It was just, it, I don't know if you noticed about a half an hour in, I turned my camera off and I went and made a coffee and came back. Oh, okay. After the call, I was like, yeah, fucking, I had three different WhatsApp chats going. I was talking to two other clients. I was writing something. I was, I was like, um, the guy in Limitless just like, <laughs> like, fuck, let's go. Yeah. And then Amy got home at like 5.30 and I was still like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this needs to not be on anymore. Yeah, like, how, how can I turn it off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like how does shit sleep? And it's like you paid for it on the back end, but it's like that it's three hours, two hours of hyper-focused productivity. It was really valuable. It was really good. Like the real was fun. Um, yeah. it was, was I was creative. I was just in that right zone, but I know I go to that step too far and it's yeah. like I'm not creative anymore. I'm just a mess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Getting that balance right is tough. Yeah. So it'd be nice if you could just be like, I just want this to happen for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd have to maybe, caffeine specifically, you probably just have to dose it yeah, appropriately, appropriately for the time. I, I reckon, to be fair, like sometimes I get a bit lazy with it and I probably could just like, do some circulatory work and then probably pick back up. Yeah. Well, I, just, I just rely more on like the administration and it's like, you know, yeah. it's just a lazy way of thinking. It's yeah. not... Yeah, it's like I could be stuck at my desk. Like even yesterday, I was like- Jump on a bike or something. Smashed out content, smashed out, um, like made a couple of videos, social media stuff, did some check-ins. And then I was like, I've got an hour to eat and then prepare myself for the workshop. Yeah. And then I got caught on something and couldn't let it go. So then I had 20 minutes (laughs) to eat and, you know, um, prepare myself for the workshop. And then I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll have a coffee. When really, if I just went for a 10-minute walk, I would have been- the same like probably as alert yeah you're without right. tipping over to 100 right you know and it's just those kind of things that you just forget like yeah. you just because you're always going to go we talk about friction all the time there's more friction to thinking about going for the walk and going for it than walking to the coffee machine pressing a Correct. button and just drinking it yeah right? and also coffee tastes great we yeah <laughs> tell you what padre <laughs> the coffee we, we, we really that. like it yeah we already we re- did our barbells and bands and coffee review <laughs> just just throwing it everywhere now. <laughs> but yeah that, that is a bit of a uh, a curse as well as like in, yeah. obviously enjoying in, enjoying coffee is tough yeah my yeah. country story of the week you ready fuck yeah let's do it i was i didn't know which fuck i don't know which podcast we do me, that on me I'm just like i have no I fucking idea yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes you have to listen to them both every week yeah, yeah. yeah. we're really trapped really trapping these people we're yeah sort of, yeah, you have to listen to 90 minutes of it's, us every it's really, week. It's really one podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two episodes. Um, well, we've recorded in one sitting, so you can listen to it over the That's week. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I ordered. Now, I'm actually not sure they're going to come because I haven't got any confirmation. On the, I feel like I've been scammed here a little bit. But if they come, I ordered. They, from the outside, remember like the black trackies we used to wear for work because they were like professional? You had the pair of champion ones because I got them because your glutes got too big for them. Oh, uh, uh, I can't remember me, but yeah, it's uh, like like. Uh, oh, actually, I do. I do now. Yep, yeah, yep. so they're like a synthetic yep. tracksuit pant, yep. basically. Yeah, now yeah, no yeah. one that's not yet. No one wears them anymore. Yeah, cha- champions like a boutique, uh, like brand now. Yeah, it's wild, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People used to like make fun of you wearing it. Now it's like super expensive boutique. Yeah, and I told my wife not to buy one while when we're in London. She yeah. put on this real nice champion jumper, and I'm like, I. 
it looks nice. I just have a preconceived idea of what yeah. champion means. If you want it, get it. And she was like, well, I'm not getting it now. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a, that <laughs> yeah. was a bad move. <laughs> and then I saw a billboard on the way here. Yeah. Speaking of retro brands, Russell Athletic. Yeah, they've... Was a big billboard yeah. with some mm. cool but kids. A few brands have shit. done a good job of like getting themselves out of that like... Target bum, brand. Bum bag, like yeah. coin in the back of the hat with yeah. the fucking elastic bag. Like, <laughs> yeah. Elastic band is like, all right, we need to stop that. Let's up the price. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know who hasn't done that though? Lonsdale. They just they've gone the other way. They they're at Target now. Yeah, they, they yeah. they've gone mass production. The yeah. mass production route. It's like let's get into. Does that still look the same though? And oh, is it? Is I, it? I, don't, I feel like the, the um the quality might oh. be. Is it Stussy that's at Target now as well? I don't know. Stussy. Yeah, someone nah, I feel like, like that. They wouldn't be. Nah. Oh. There was a brand that I was yeah, like, okay. oh shit! I used to. Remember how we we're having the conversation about uh, what's the brand? It's not Carlisle, something like that. It starts with a C. Carhartt. Carhartt. Yeah. So I bought my Carhartt t-shirts at a store on the Champs Elysees in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just picture that in your head. Yeah, the environment yeah. that you're in when Car- you Paris. spend not two, $120 Australian on two t-shirts. Mm. We walked past, walked out of Bunnings. This is another country story. Ready? <laughs> I've got two. Walked out of Bunnings and we're walking down to the furniture joint and walked past, is it RSEA or whatever it's called? The tradie joint? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm talking the about. The high-vis joint. Yeah, yeah, I just call it that because I don't know what else. So, yeah. walking past that and I see like this nice um, like flannel jacket with the the wool lining. Mm-hmm. And I want one. And I was like, yep. oh, I'll go have a look. It was Carhartt, bro. Yeah. The whole fucking store is Carhartt clothing. Yeah. it. Well, they do really good um, like thick, warm kind of clothing, right? Carhartt's... I've got a, I've got a vest. I assume it's like a snowboarding... Yeah, I've got a vest that's Carhartt and it's fucking like awesome. At, I, its, at its roots, it's very um, utility-based, that kind well, of thing. And now I, it's just fashion. I thought it was high fashion and then I came back mm. and was like, I can buy this from the tradie place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking mad. Yeah. I've got a, a vest that I like doesn't fit, but I won't give it to anyone. Oh, it's it, like thanks. really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it, I feel like it's not made for anyone with lats. Yeah. So you might have to wait till your back gets a bit smaller. <laughs> All that golf training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the pants that I ordered yeah. are wool-lined. On the inside. Oh, wow. That's dangerous. Could be too warm. No. It could. Well, yeah. But it's also know. four degrees. Yeah, I was going to say. my house like, in the morning. So, yeah. the walk option is the prospects are improving. I said to Amy, I'm like, I don't want to move here and then not go anywhere because it's cold. Mm. I want to. I want to be yeah. prepared enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That I can do can whatever the fuck I want because I'm prepared properly. Yeah. If that means I need fucking gloves and whatever, like it's fine. Yeah. I'll do it. Because like we we were the people that went to the Northern Hemisphere in January. Like yeah. it snowed while we were in New York. It snowed while we were in the UK. Like they Cold were people. deliberate choices that we made. But we like took thermals and big socks and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, okay, so that's... Yeah. Winter here is like that. So be fucking prepared for it. I don't like the layers, man. I don't like getting hot and then you have to peel them off. My biggest pet peeve of that situation, particularly overseas, it's like it's fucking three degrees outside mm. and then inside the shopping center is 25. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, yeah. yeah you have so all this clothing hot. on yeah. and then you start instantly sweating. It's like you walk in New York, they all have obviously like the snow rooms and most of the shops. Mm. So you walk in there and it's like beanie off, scarf off, gloves off, jacket off, jumper off, 
fill your fucking backpack, walk into the store, I don't like anything, everything back on, <laughs> yeah. go to the next shop, like, fucking hell. It's a nightmare. I just wouldn't shop at that time of the year. Yeah. It's like, fuck that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> ride this out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's yeah. my country story of the week. I'm ordering woolen lined pants and yeah. shopping at tradie places now. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. My lawn's coming good. Oh, yeah. Mowed it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Lawn shot. Did you laugh at my... The fresh the fade? The fresh fade bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah, I'm over that. I'm on the other side now of mowing the lawn. Just hate mowing them now. I don't hate it. I'm just like, uh, like it's a process. I got two fucking large breed dogs. There's shit yeah. everywhere. Past like, the honeymoon phase. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's just like the front. The front. I'm not like right. I don't know. The front just the grass just hits different. Yeah, you know. But the back, I'm like, is it also because you know people are going to see the front. Not yeah, the of back? course. Yeah. And the grass looks nice at the front. So whoever like did it, yeah, yeah put bet, a lot of work in. I the bet front. downstairs is way tidier than upstairs. In oh the man, house too. we had a when we <laughs> we had friends come over. It's two weeks ago when I got absolutely fucking lit and I was in a bad mood for the rest of the week. Um, and then, because my mate's partner hadn't seen the house, yeah, we were like, fuck, they're going to come upstairs. They're going to come upstairs. <laughs> so, we had to clean the whole fucking house. Both bathrooms, yeah, all 800 bedrooms. But, you know, the, the, the couch upstairs, the dogs sleep on it because it was their couch from, yeah, you know, so I had to clean that. Bathrooms, like we did this whole spring clean. I'm like, can we just never invite anyone over that like hasn't seen our house again? Yeah, because this is too big to clean. Yeah, because normally like if someone co- everyone comes, we're like, fuck it, just chuck it upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate cheat code. Even like my wardrobe, it's like my our master bedroom is, is spotless because my wardrobe it's is a, a fucking bomb site. Like <laughs> I just literally chuck everything in there and I'm like, I'll find it later. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I'm just like, oh yeah, I think this is like underneath this pile of clothing. Give it a sniff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sniff check. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I have to clean my house. It's fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm still in... I want my... Because I can see my back lawn from my computer. Yeah. It's like my... Done that twice now. Ooh. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like my uh, attachment to like, hello outside. Yeah, yeah. So, it was getting a little bit long. I was like, no, nah, I'm not having it. There's but a I, lot of... um, Is it catharsism? Yeah. When you... Once you've finished. It's yeah. not even to a workout. Yeah. So, that's what I was going to say. So, yesterday, I had... An hour between finishing something and then getting on a call. And I was like, the things I need to do are going to take longer than that. So, I need to go outside and I may as well go outside because it's a good day and take advantage yeah. of it. And I was like, okay, I'll mow the lawn. And I got that. Yeah, got it done. And now it was very, very rewarding. So, that maybe instead of uh, getting on your exercise bike in your garage, Jace, you can go mow your lawns. Yeah. And you won't need a coffee. Get True. outside, get some sun. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon... I reckon if you just did like even 20 push-ups. Yeah. It's something. Yeah. Like it'll just like. I remember. Switch your um, brain on. Is that, is that, inf- is it bigger? What's the book? Faster, leaner, stronger. Bigger, faster, stronger. Bigger, fa- I'm pretty sure it's in that. Yeah. Okay. Is it always, it, oh, I've, re- I've read so much stuff, man. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe, maybe it's that, maybe it's Stan Efferdine. He does like the, yeah. the walking or like the movement stuff. Like, you know, every, is it three times a day or something? Mm-hmm. So I think that there's someone somewhere that I've read from I some think- book and someone's screaming at me right now. Yeah. Come after me, man. I've read a lot <laughs> no, of shit. No, just put it in the comments and we'll, we'll also know then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like, hit subscribe. It's like, this guy's stupid. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, Too much information. <laughs> yeah, I hate when people do that on podcasts though yeah. and I know the answer. I'm like, it's fucking this. <laughs> um, I've read a lot of stuff on the human body <laughs> yeah. and performance. Yeah. yeah, I think like maybe that practice might be better. Before I presented in Brisbane, I ran out and went on the air bike for two minutes. Mm. 
and like obviously anxious jittery i had had a lot of caffeine but i like presenting caffeinated but it just allowed me to bring the anxiety out of it just focus it a little bit yeah you know what i like to do the opposite yeah like try and maybe get my hands on some beta blockers or something yeah calm mm. just see what it's like yeah just have you know a tiny bit yeah i i yeah i should do it and then ask the audience because you know here like it doesn't happen that often i think it's a practice thing too but if you get stimulated enough and then your mind's racing you kind of get bottlenecks in your brain yeah you're trying to think of words yeah. you're trying to think of direction yeah and every now and then when you lose yourself you start fucking chasing words yeah so I just wonder, like obviously it comes with out. practice and mm. preparation, but sometimes you can be a bit fucking jeed. Yeah. And then I yeah, just wonder if you if you could bring that down a bit. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm sure there's mushrooms out there, specific types, not those ones. Um, there may Probably be, those ones. Well, you just micro. Could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I that's just, what yeah. that's what they all use. Yeah. Okay. When they're microdosing, that's what they have. Yeah. Right. Well, there you go. Yeah. I just wonder what that would feel like, just to see, you know which one would make you perform better. Because that's, at the end of the day, that's what everyone's chasing. I want to do mushrooms with you. Like who said- High dose. Yeah, cool. Um, who said- <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> who said- Who was it we spoke to? And they were just like every single like successful person. Well, not every single, but like most of the people that you look up to and like you deem successful, especially in fitness, are all just trying to find the edge. Yeah. Like mentally, it's performance like performance wise, yeah. you know, like- Obviously, like in the a, fitness industry, like it's um, both both ends of the spectrum. Like, you're there's people out there looking for like performance enhancement from a from a body perspective yeah. as well as mind. And but then there's yeah. like other people that are just like, I'll do anything to make my brain work better. Yeah, there's a, a running joke that like it's un it's more people don't have an Adderall sc- subscription that do. Yeah. Like in people Manhattan. like Silicon Valley or something. Yeah, yeah. It, this is in Manhattan. Yeah, it's just like yeah. everyone is on it because you have yeah. to. Yeah. Because otherwise the other people have the edge on you. And if you don't have the edge, yeah, it's you're just not winning. Someone else is just do, you know getting more skin in the game, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Mm. After our chat at the start, it's like, hmm. <laughs> How do I get Adderall? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Adderall mushrooms, huh? I've never yeah. tried it. Nah, nah, neither. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe not knowingly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Only Madaf, which is similar, but not quite. Yeah. I had a singlet that said, cool kids say yes. <laughs> Took that a bit too far when I was younger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's yep. this? Yeah, don't worry about it. Let's have it. <laughs> Let me know how Next you thing go. you know, we're like doing mixed martial arts on the beach. It's 6am, <laughs> kicking the crap out of each other. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Europe story is coming next week. Uh, <laughs> Travel stories. stories. Travel stories. The travel stories. What's up, guys? You're listening to the STC Fit Learning Podcast brought to you by ourselves. Feel free to go check out our websites. On there, we have a bunch of free resources, including how to niche your business, how to actually sell during consults, and a free programming template, plus our business scorecard, which you can go and take and see how you stack up in the industry based on what we think is elite and how to become the best trainer in your gym, in your town, and in the industry. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. If you take a screenshot and tag us, we really, really appreciate it. It really helps get this message out to help improve our industry and keep people in their personal training careers. Enjoy the app. So I've come up with a concept and I think it's cool and I need validation. All right, so hang I'm on. I'm going to do it in a public forum. I'm stretching. That's right. really long. Like I'm, the rest of the episode. I'm getting ready to give you validation because I let you down last week. You fucking did. 
And fuck he's, it. Like, I feel like that's going to be one of those things that you're never going to let go. <laughs> It'd be gone. Like, that I'm looks good, Chad. Fucking devastated. You're devastated. <laughs> Savage. Um, I've come up with this idea of a business program. Yep. So trying to get personal trainers to understand how easy it is to actually put in an effective back-end system mm. and framing it in a model that looks like a program. Yep. So, specifically today, we're only going to talk about like the onboarding part, okay. mostly. Um, first thing we need to do when we look at this and like when we sit down with a client and we want to write a, ne- we want to write a program, the first thing we do is write a needs analysis on the client. They need bigger glutes, they need bigger shoulders, they need to get stronger, they need whatever. We actually do a needs analysis. So, what is a business need from a back-end system standpoint to work effectively? And I wrote them down. (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) Uh, So, they need something that stands out from the crowd to build authority that leads to sales. Yeah. Something a trainer's always complained about is like, I need better clients. Like, you need to attract better clients. Mm. If the messaging you're putting out the right now isn't getting you the clients you want, take responsibility of it. Yeah. Present something that shows who you are, what you do. Information about the client to produce high value consultations. So, I feel like there's still a lot of personal trainers doing like ESSA forms go to a workout. Mm. Oh, yeah. They're not actually sitting down and doing a proper consultation. Yeah. Which is, what are your core problems? How have you tried to solve them? We could solve them this way. Let me show you. I think a lot of people are missing out on that. Uh, a simple payment method that the client requires the lowest input possible. Oh, yeah. Low friction. We had a chat conversation in Standout yesterday, Thursday. We have a lot of I don't know what day it is. About what? Uh, about sales calls. Oh, yeah. Sending out the link and it oh, just yeah. like yeah. Yeah. falling apart. One reason that that could happen yeah. is there's just too much friction to fill out the form. Yeah. I know even with ours, um, we actually have... We use, it doesn't matter who we use. Um, this form that we use, it asks for an emergency contact and it only has one box. Yeah. But it needs two names. If you don't put first and last name in the box, the whole thing shits itself and it wipes all the data. So they have to do it again. That is it's super fucking frustrating. Yeah. And you have to put it, when you message the link, you have to tell them this is what's going to happen. And yeah. they still don't don't, do <laughs> they it. don't read yeah. it. They miss it and it fucks up. That's a fucking so really that's a, simple Yeah, it's a problem. Up. It's a it's, problem. Yeah. So Has I literally, I stay on calls just for that error. Of course. Because I know if that error comes up, I'll yeah. do it later. And yeah. then, it yeah. It just never happens. Buyer's remorse starts to kick in. Yeah. And yeah. you don't want buyer's remorse before the contract. 100%. Uh, that's a real problem. Um, so making sure you're being clear of that. Uh, need an agreement with clear T's and C's on how your business works. Yeah. Again, I need better clients because I want them to check in. They don't give notice. They do whatever. Their behavior is not in alignment with what I would like them to do. Yep. Have you ever formally told them how to do it? Usually the answer is no yeah. from most personal trainers. Yeah. So if you haven't demanded that from them, then you can't expect it in return. You haven't okay. outlined how things work. So 100%. That is a real problem. Uh, an onboarding experience that creates immediate buy-in for the client. Yep. So... We, I'll let you tell the story um, of what, when we recognized that our retention had just fucking fallen through the floor with our team a couple of years ago. Um, 
yeah, so we obviously track our business data, which we did in Standout PT yesterday. So I'm hoping all the guys have got their new data track that's been updated, um, all filled in. And if you want a free version, just go to the website and Six Figure Business Systems will show you what we're not tracking about. your data. How do you know there's a problem? So we identified that our average retention went down <laughs> significantly uh, in a shorter period of time. And like, you know, put on some new coaches and they were learning and all of that stuff, but it was still a problem. Um, so yeah, we realized that, or sorry, we hypothesized that the issue could have been the onboarding process and the delivery of the plan itself. So when, we were, when these people were signing up, they were getting excited about working with the coach and they were getting excited about working towards their goals, but they actually weren't really mapping out or there was no communication on like what they could expect to see in the, in the time frame working with that coach. So we did a whole workshop and you know put together modules and resources in our education system for, to our, be, trainers. for our coaches yep. to learn how to map that out. Mm-hmm. So it's good to talk about problems and solutions and those kind of things, but your clients want to see this four to six weeks is for this, this next four to six weeks is for that, this next four to six weeks is for this. And obviously it's going to change potentially, but they still want that vision. And it helps with buy-in, it helps with decision-making, it helps with good conversations that you have with client and coach. It, it, all around, it just makes the experience better. Yeah. So we significantly turned around that buy-in and significantly turned around that uh, retention yeah. rate in a really short period of time just from that simple Yeah, we pretty much strategy. changed two things yeah. and took our retention <laughs> from 12 weeks to 26. Yeah. Overnight. Yeah, and that's why I was so G'd about the annual planner yeah. that came into the app now. Yeah. Because like even though I don't think they can see it. They can't. They're end, only on their own. But yeah. when you're when you're in your check in you and you, you show the, the planner. Yeah. Like even that, it's just like I want this done by the end of the month. You know, yeah. I've got a few people cutting at the moment, for example. I'm like, I want this phase, I want this cut done by the end of May. Yeah. Then we're gonna move into this, then we're gonna move into that, and it's like getting them excited about that vision like the buy-in is just so much greater yeah makes a huge makes a huge impact and then so when you start thinking about that it's like put your business owner at owner hat on the behavior of your client in the first two weeks is the largest predictor of the lifetime yeah of that client and let's with business owner hat on lifetime value of that client and that can sway just based on how they experienced the first two days. Yeah. So we found we had to add in this really clear plan and then add like a really simple Loom video that was easy. We explained it. This is what's going on. Here you go. Yeah. And that became a systemized approach that we took to onboarding people and it doubled our retention, which means it doubles the lifetime value of your client. Yeah. And not like I still think we, like ours is good. I still think it could be better. I agree. Yeah, like yeah. especially for the coaching side of it, like I think we can still improve even if it's in that first 14 days. Yeah. Just like email at the start. Yeah. Three days later, have you have you watched this video? Have you done that video? Have you checked in with your coach to talk about yeah. check-in times? And there's just all these things, these little things, they're just tiny, but they're yep. so significant in when you think about that that initial period yeah of this like getting that buy-in and getting that person up to speed because like we know that like not everyone's going to do everything that they're supposed to do when you say like this is all the stuff you have to do when you get started yeah there's so many things to think about especially like if you're jumping on and coaching with us like it's not just like a pdf program 
yeah. and an email yeah. or a WhatsApp fucking chat group. Yeah. Like there's a lot of stuff lot when of you think parts. about it. Yeah. So respecting that and making sure that we understand that and gear, like tailoring it for the lowest common denominator, mm-hmm. those maybe every three days for that first two weeks is probably a valuable thing. And I think where we make up for that at the moment is we touch base with them directly. Directly. Yeah. But, but I think you should do both. I agree. Yeah. And we talk about that a lot in the video training series that comes with the, the checklist. Yeah. Like, what are you doing afterwards? Yeah. And then it's like something I've been talking about a lot on the socials. Like, what would happen? I started with 50 and you know what? I pulled it back to like five. Like, most yeah. PT business couldn't handle five new clients in a week. Yeah. There'd be cracks. And if you got 10, you'd be really fucking oh. struggling. And 20, you your business... No, you wouldn't. Of those 20 people, I reckon you'd keep five. Yeah. Because you just fuck it up. 20 people, probably 50% are getting one program, 50% are getting another as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just not in a position yeah, to actually the, deal with that. The back-end stuff is just not there to support individualization, specificity. Yeah. So, the, you know. the big push and like the people we want to speak to is like... Our thing is like full book, six figures, 26 weeks. Yeah. 30-day guarantee, come to a standout PT. This is what we fucking do. Yeah. And a lot of people are out looking for that. They want the full book. They want the hybrid business. They want the six figures. They never actually put any thought into what does that mean from a maintenance administration standpoint. Yeah. So, the data we did yesterday, which I don't think we talk about today. I think we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks and a little bit deeper. But even something as simple as like we had a trainer of of ours who got really really established and was doing great and her retention's actually fucking awesome it's yeah. really really good um i think she's been a trainer for like eight months and i reckon she's maybe had five cancellations yeah it's wicked it's like <laughs> killing it and doing 25 30 set 25 sessions a week not yeah 10 um and got a little bit comfortable and her quote was um oh, i thought i was just past making phone calls yeah. It's like, unfortunately, until you have people coming to you, you never pass making phone calls. Yeah. And it's the easiest way to regenerate your business. Yeah. And then I was like, well, with the data that we talked about in that checklist episode, if you know all your ratios, how many calls do I need to make to speak to people, speak to people, bookings, bookings show up, show up again, sales, close, retention. Mm-hmm. If I know that people stay for six months and I need to maintain a book of 30 clients, that means I need to make 30 sales every six months yeah pretty straightforward it's like I need one and a half sales all the time so if you were just like I'm going to make one sale every single week whatever it takes to make that happen becomes that's just part of my job it's what I do because you know that that predictability is there yeah yeah then as your retention improves obviously you can do less of it but never really goes away and that allows you to just yeah stay in that nice solid spot (laughs) yeah I think as a side note you never want to think you're past anything. Mm. Like there was a time when we were really busy, like kind of spreading ourselves because our business didn't work that well. Yeah. Um, like was making money, but it just operations wise, it just wasn't efficient. Had a shit back end. <laughs> Correct. Um, and then there were times when I kind of got into that mindset of like, I'm you know, potentially past working with certain amounts of people yeah. and coaching and stuff like that. And that had a really big effect on my how i was coaching my clients at the time yeah and i had to take a couple of steps back and it's like hang on i got into this whole game because i like coaching people mm-hmm. everything else is really a manifestation of 
or a, a another adjunct mm-hmm. of my love to coach people. Yeah. And I need to make sure that I keep reminding myself of that. Yeah. Because that's going to affect your business. Yeah. Now it's not a like for like situation, but if you think you're past phone calls, like I'm never past phone calls. Mm-hmm. I never I haven't had to do a lot of them, but I'm telling you now, if I need to fucking eat, mm-hmm. I'm picking the fucking phone up. You know what I mean? Like if I have to knock on people's doors, fucking do whatever, it's like I I know I've got that ability to kind of just like go just do the grunt work. Yeah. And I think you need to make sure that you have that understanding. You're never past anything. You just don't have to utilize that as much maybe. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. I think every trainer does it. We used to to watch our data of like uh, when a a trainer would start with us that their first eight weeks would be like Mm. epic growth. Yeah. And then their close ratios would just tank. Yeah. You're like, what happened? Tell me what you're doing in your, so, your close ratio. You go through a role play and you're like, yeah, they're just deviating. That's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. Well, not wrong, but like, that's yeah. not what you were doing. That's not what you were doing. That's not what you were doing. And you've yeah. lost these core things because you got too confident and you're not ticking those fundamental yeah. boxes now and people aren't yeah. signing up. Or you're just not getting in front of enough people as well. You know, yeah. Because they're like, Always oh, happens, we're yeah. not, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm past phone calls or whatever. Yeah. It's like, there's no other way in a gym to have that many conversations <clears throat> yeah. than get on the phones and talk to people. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a really big part of all of that. Um, and then the last one in terms of needs analysis, like we need somewhere to put shit that we don't lose it. Yep. Because <laughs> people fuck up that shit all the time. Yeah, and we're, we're really trying, our business, like you don't want to get into a point where your business is that big and it's got all these different departments and people working and you know, some of them into uh, overlap, you know, overlap, sorry, and you don't actually know where the fuck anything is. Yeah. Because we know, you as definitely is, don't want as that. is kind of like that. <laughs> it's getting much um, better, and we've made a conscious effort now, yeah, to make sure that our retrieval of of uh, information is, you know, takes precedence. Yeah, but just do it now. Yeah, doesn't matter if there's only one of you, because you'll thank yourself in fucking three or four years time when you're like, "Where's that thing that we made? Yeah. Oh fuck, I don't know where it is. Yeah, let's just make a new one." Like, so if that is our needs analysis. What was that? Is that a plane? Is there a plane about to fucking <laughs> fall on our house? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that sounds fucking low. <laughs> we got headphones on. I've never heard a plane out here before. Uh. Get them at home all the time. Um, so, yeah, now you can build a program. And I like, it's a little bit lame. I understand. And presenting it on a podcast, it feels a little bit lame. But I'm just trying to get the framework from a, a trainer's mind. It's like, you ask your clients to track their fucking nutrition, to put in their sets and reps, to. Yeah put in their hours sleep their mood their soreness their menstrual RPE, cycle their RPE yeah. sometimes what their shit looks like like you are tracking everything you possibly can with a lot of your clients and you're studying everything you can to add more shit for them to track so you have more information to make but get better results mm. but you don't track your own shit yeah you don't look at anything mm. we can, most personal trainers I speak to don't even know how many clients I have yeah. Let alone what the average rate of those clients are. Let alone yeah. the retention Weekly rate. Weekly income, yeah. lifetime value, <clears throat> all of average that's retention, missing. conversion rates. So my goal here, as lame as it might sound, is to just get an idea through to you guys to be like, oh, okay, I'm starting to see. We talked about it on the podcast last week, like who you are in the gym and who you are in life. Yeah. And the lessons you can learn. It's like take the lessons from how you manage that outcome and place it in how you manage your fucking business outcomes.
So before we keep going, I just want to give you guys a little message about our Standout PT program. So Standout PT has been designed for personal trainers who want to sustain a long-term career in fitness, but right now they're sick of chasing clients, they're not making enough time for money, and they're super frustrated with the results that they're getting in their business, and they can't see themselves being here in three to five years' time. If you want to know more about the Standout PT program, you can book in your free exploration call where we can have a look and see whether or not that would actually be a suitable program for where your business is at right now. And back to the episode. So the warm-up for your business, A1 in your program. You want a piece of hero content that outlines who you are, what problems you solve, what outcomes you get, and then you can send that to clients before you get to your consults. Yeah, I like it. So that's number one. Build that as part of your business. Mm-hmm. You'll get better show ratios. You'll have better buy-in before people even get there. You'll have <clears throat> the client walking in <clears throat> like you had that was like, this is made for me Yeah, on the consult yeah, yeah, yeah. within the first five minutes. <clears throat> we talked about behaviors, what the client yeah. does in the first two weeks. What is that client going to behave like in the first 48 mm. to 72 to two weeks? Versus someone who comes in like, oh, I've got Greg at the gym. Yeah. He's going to tell me how to turn on a treadmill. Yeah. We even talked about it in, in standout with um, <clears throat> with Noah. And she was yeah. like, as soon as I implemented the hero content, like and she threw roundabout his figures, but even like she was like, 50, you know, Im- improved in terms of like cancellation rate by 50%. So there's yeah. new people coming in. Um, and then she was like, she's signing more people up and everything. Because you just got to think like how, res- like I-, I went with the angle of like how receptive is that person to what's going to happen in that session when they actually know yeah. who you are, what you do and how you're going to help them. Yeah. You're going to be way more receptive than, yeah, like you said, like, oh, I'm just, Jason's here to help me, you know, learn how to use the machines. Yeah. No. And then I want to tie this back into like this full book concept, right? You want a full book. Yeah. A full book <laughs> looks differently for everybody based on how well you do this. Yeah. Because a full book... If so, say that example we use thirty clients, six month retention. Yeah, I need one point two sales a week. Yeah, if your show ratio is only fifty percent because you don't have this, yeah. you now have to book two consults, which yeah. means two half an hour sessions or forty five or whatever time frame you do mm-hmm. put aside. So it's an hour and a half put aside a week. Yeah, for one of them not even to fucking show up, so it's dead time. Mm-hmm. Means you have to do twice as many phone calls to get to appointments as you do for one. Yeah. means you have to speak to more people, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, yeah. How much time does that actually cost you in your business? Yeah. So if you're doing an extra free consult a week, that's one session at least you're not getting paid for. Yeah. If you're doing an extra 45 minutes of trying to get an appointment, that's another session. Mm. So, oh my God, I'm so tired at 30 sessions a week. Well, of course you are because you've got to do all this other shit. Yeah, there's way more into Maybe you could be sessions. doing 35 and making yeah. money, training people, and actually getting results. Yeah. What it, where I went to, meant to go before I said about like putting your business cap on and like looking at lifetime value of your client, I forgot to come back. It actually means you fucking get results. Yeah. <laughs> and which is like, I, that's why we train people to facilitate outcomes, make them improve their, help them improve their lifestyle. It usually gives us some form of validation, but it's also obviously very rewarding and fulfilling to work with people who are actually getting results. Yeah. And you want better clients which means clients who get results, you get that ball rolling early, they'll be better clients. Yeah. You don't have to magically find some perfect person on Instagram. Yeah. So that's A1 of your warm-up. A2 is a digital questionnaire that someone can fill out before they get to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> what I wrote in the 
because uh, this is coming out in YouTube video today when this releases. There's also a YouTube video on this. Because um, it makes you look fancy as fuck and builds more buy-in. <laughs> and it's like, how many personal trainers are sending out a piece of hero content that explains exactly who you are? Yeah. Then maybe a jot form that's identifying, not just like, here's the S of form, mm. which even that is fucking so boring in itself. Yeah. Like the best, the best way I ever found of making that somewhat entertaining was just like, can you fill this out for me? So just so I know you're not going to die on the gym floor. <laughs> I reckon I told that joke no less than 500 times. <laughs> um, so instead of doing that, you can send out a jot form, a Google form, whatever. I think jot form shits all over Google form from a presentation standpoint. Yeah. It separates you from the other five bazillion Google Forms that everybody has. Yeah, you make them look pretty aesthetic now too. Yeah, so I think that is a worthwhile implementation. The other thing that you can do if you're clever about it is you can put height, strength standards, body weight, age, activity. Yeah, everything you need to write the program. Then you don't have to be like, hey, how tall are you? And what's... Yeah. The, it's like, it's all fucking there. You've got it there to recall afterwards. Yeah. And I... <clears throat> how often I want, I'd still wonder how many people do this on paper. It's like you look back at your notes and you either forgot to ask or you can't yeah. fucking read it. Yeah. Because yeah. you're just like, you're trying to be present with the person. Yeah. Your handwriting's just chicken scratch at that point. Yeah. So this is useless information. Yep. Um, so that's number two. So that's your warm up done. Then you've got your high load compound lifts. We just spoke about in barbells and banter. Put the important shit, put the start your workout. at the start. Well, the meat and nuts is next. This is just this is just the work because we can bury the meat and nuts. You can All eat right. different meat and have different nuts. <laughs> but the heavy compounds stay the same. Is it meat and potatoes and meat and nuts? Do you mean the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. the core, the the main. Yeah. I'm just Got a it. carb person yeah. and he's a fats person I'm definitely today. not. <laughs> so your high load compounds is your easy to use complete online DDR system. Yeah. Now, if you have a good... <clears throat> so this is where the trade-off to having the shit emergency contact part. The perk to the company that we use, we can put our terms and conditions in the direct form. Yeah. Which saves a lot of time. Goated. So minimum term, cancellations, yeah. suspension protocols, yeah. everything that they need to know. Have to agree before you, it sends off. Correct. Yeah. And there's no like, I didn't fucking see that. It's like, when well, you signed it. Yeah. if you didn't read us and I told you in the call so, anyway yeah. so hopefully you can combine that into I'm trying to think of like it's like doing lunges with bicep curls killing blend two burns the veggies, with one blend the veggies in with the pasta sauce yeah <laughs> except like doing lunges with bicep Actually, curls is fucking stupid no, don't blending, ever do that blending the veggies in the pasta sauce is being this deceiving it's yeah. like no that, <laughs> no don't that do was, that that was a fucking terrible analogy <laughs> Um, so yeah, ideally you can do both of those things in one hit with one link yeah. and it's job done. Yeah. So that is your, this has to happen. It has to be smooth and it has to be repeatable every single time. And then we get onto the meat and nuts, Jason. More about the meat. Yeah. You were, you call it meat and nuts because like you don't do heavy load compounds. Okay, just okay. Like, meat, let's do the body. Meat and spuds. Meat and spuds. It. create a welcome series for your clients so Jace talked about this earlier create a welcome series for your clients yep. this should be automated and received by your client during the first week of their program yeah so we've done so we, we have a we've, we initially had a welcome series like yeah. in an education program so that but they have to go in and do it mm -hmm. yeah where well, I think the automation of it if you yeah. can find a way to just we have that now. remove friction 
yeah. send it to the we, person. We do have that now, James. Yeah. yeah. No, no. We rebuilt just, it with the new website. I was just like yes. telling the guys about the evolution. Correct. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> something. Yeah. Not something. Hey, we want to we want to show you guys everything from when it was shit yeah. to when it's good. No, this ain't a highlight reel, you know? I'm going to wrap this up so well of all the things Jason's saying at the moment, at the end. You just wait. You just it. wait. It's coming. I'm going to drop I'll the throw on the Throw the lobber. Yeah, you definitely it's ready are. for the slam. It's interesting down. that I wrote this totally separate to you and I'm explaining it to you first time you've ever heard it and you're saying the stuff that I've written later. And I'm just making swishes. Yeah. What a just, team. Just it. flicking it you up over the hoop. Actually know what we're fucking talking about, <laughs> eh? <laughs> Magic. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's number one. It can be, like I said, a video series. It can be an email series. It can be... Yep. It, look, it could be a half an hour follow-up call. Yeah, it it could be. be the protocol you follow on your first session where you sit yeah. down with them and do the measurements and show them my fitness yeah. balance. It could be a, a loom explaining yep. the initial startup plan, program and all, all that, that. And then just touching base with a message two days later. Hey, got any questions? Like, the, only, the only caveat I put to that is remember you might need to do 10 of them. I was just about to say that. Because yeah. you're all out here trying to get that viral video, right? Yeah. We had Mary on the podcast a few months ago who yeah. hit fucking 80,000 followers overnight and had all of these inquiries and openly said, like, I didn't have the fucking infrastructure to deal with it. Yeah. So, making sure you have that, yeah. have that in your mind, what if I need to do a lot of these in the same week? So, if it's a one-hour onboarding call and you get five, have you got five hours in your week to actually do that? And do you want to do the, again... We got to do the calls to get the consult. Yeah. Then we got to do the two, usually two consults to get the sale. Yeah. If you're in the gym, maybe one online, but online is usually longer. So we've got to allocate an hour to signing a client up. Mm. I got to do that every single week to maintain based on my retention rate. Yeah. Now I've got to do every single time I sign a new client, I've got to do this onboarding thing. Then I've got to manually send them a text in this time. And then, and then, and then. Mm. it becomes a bit of a shitstorm. yeah agreed I think in a face-to-face environment what I used to do and I found to be very successful their first paid session was like onboarding yeah we did their measurements we made sure they knew their way around my fitness pal we went over the exercise in their program they didn't know and made sure everything was set up for them to win in that first week mm. and then the second session we so that's already a planned session inside yeah, yeah what yeah. you do it's paid and it's all Gucci Online, like I said, I think the loom is the way to go. And then I think you have a process of your first check-in. That's the way yeah. I do it. The first check-in is <laughs> an extra five minutes longer. Yeah. Just want to make sure this data is not filled out. I need yeah. this because. This data is not filled out. I need this because. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the email series on the top of that and you're fucking... Just dotting the I's, crossing the T's, you're taking on. out all the assumptions. Yes, What's up, guys? Another quick break. I just wanted to jump in and tell you guys, remind you guys about the STC Fit Learning Mentorship. Now, our mentorship's been running since about 2016, where we've developed trainers through their first year of business in personal training and allowed them to leapfrog the first five years of mistakes that we made. If you're currently studying, looking to finish in the next month or so, or you're looking for someone to help you out with mentoring and all that kind of stuff, jump on have a look at the details for the mentorship, head to programs and mentorship and all the details are there and you can come and be an STC Fit Coach for an entire year, includes all of our education and direct mentoring from our head coaches. Back to the episode. The next part of that is a 
client resource portal. Yep. Now, again, from a um, <clears throat> actional standpoint, the first time I did this, I printed out a, I'm not going to say what the diet was. I printed out a resource from a book <laughs> that was a diet oh, strategy. Yeah. I know who. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry to every client I gave this to, by the way. Um, and gave them that and that was their resource. And that was like, no one was doing that in the gym at the time. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, this is so good. The clients loved it. it just turned out to be a really shit protocol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really unsustainable. Um, but we got good results to a point. So that was where we started. Yeah. Then we went to Google Drive. Then we yeah. went to video. Now we've got Mighty Networks. Well, inside the app, we have education. Yeah. And then there's just videos. And then text, inside Mighty Networks, text we've got video. fucking yeah. balls deep. Yeah, yeah. Probably you're a coach if you care. Yeah. Um, sort of level. Mm-hmm. So wherever you are along that spectrum mm-hmm. is probably where you want to be. Yeah. I think Teachable is probably the best entry-level product price-wise. Yeah. I think they've done some pretty good upgrades to it too, to be fair to them. Yeah. yeah we moved on because there was not that great from a technical perspective, but I yeah. think they've done some good things since then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's something to look at. Yeah. To finish off, we need to do a cool down. I know you all leave the gym and you don't actually do your cool downs anyway, but maybe, do this maybe, one. Maybe some cardio. Maybe. <laughs> well, maybe. This, this is your like five-minute walk before you yeah. leave the gym. Create an admin email for your business yeah now I only thought of this like two months ago because we've had an admin email for yeah 10 years but how valuable that admin email is mm. to my anxiety levels <laughs> is fucking huge so it's just like hey I want to cancel I want to suspend or whatever sweet send this yeah. to admin we'll take care of it yeah you don't have to have anyone you're paying to be your admin you just need the email box to be able to go to it yeah Sit down. So when when do we get these fucking I need to cancel? It's not Monday morning yeah, at ten AM when yeah. you're in the right zone to deal with it. Yeah, it's, it's fucking nine thirty Sunday night. It's ten o'clock yeah. Friday night. Or it's night. in your session when you're just about to train them. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's and you've got four clients back to back afterwards. Yeah. You react emotionally usually. So the yeah. text you're gonna send back is gonna be shit. It's gonna yeah. be emotional. Yeah. Yeah, avoiding friction so you're just going to cave in usually correct yeah. so this gives you the ability to be like send this over here so you can go to it at a time where you can be emotionally stable yeah <laughs> have your T's and C document there yeah so you can refer to it even copy and paste it like hey mm. I if you get pushback it's like I understand but this is mm. how things work um, and just yeah it just reduces that anxiety so much again your 30 clients, 35, 40 clients that you're managing, mm. this stuff matters. Yeah, this stuff yeah. determines what a full book looks like. Yep. Even coming back to the resources, I don't think we went in enough on that. It's like, how many times are you going to have the conversation about sleep hygiene? Yeah. How many times are you going to have the conversation about why the calories in my fitness pal don't line up with my app? Which I, I don't know, you probably get all the fucking time. It's like, how many times are you going to answer that question versus like, if you go here, it explains it. Like, the, it's just wasted time. It's wasted energy. Yeah, yeah. And if you answer it all the time, progressively, no matter how kind-hearted you are and how passionate you are about getting the client results, your answers will deteriorate over time. Mm. If you sat down and wrote it out, it creates dependent. It creates a, a over-dependence, I think, as well, which you don't really want to. We're trying to do the opposite, creating autonomy. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. 
encouraging people to do what you're saying. Go here and look for yourself. Yeah. You're actually not... It's not a disservice to teach someone how to find the answer mm. rather than giving them the answer Correct. all the time. So, you sit down, you write the best solution to your client problem you possibly yeah. can. You write it out, you film it, boom, it's done once. Every yeah. client who ever asks that question again, it's there. Yeah. Hopefully, they watch it without you even prompting them and they're learning and they've got this extra perceived value of what you do. Yeah. The other thing is, and like I've been writing about this now for 14 days. It's like my understanding now of like when I walk into Q&A and anyone asks me any kind of question about this, yeah. like my understanding of what needs to be in place is so fucking well thought out now. Yeah. So if you come and ask me like, how do I set up my back end, Ben, to make sure I'm maximizing my time in the gym, training people, making the most amount of money I can and getting the best client results. Let's fucking go. If you've never sat down and really thought about what's a sleep hygiene protocol, I've never told my clients that. Maybe I just say, turn your phone off. Stop scrolling at night. Like, that's fucking useless. Mm. Versus sitting down and be like, okay, so what actually affects sleep? What is yeah. the half-life of caffeine? How does the overhead lights affect them? What does the room temperature need to be? What happens when there's light? Blah, 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 blah. What if they're a fucking mum? Can they have... <laughs> Can you catch up? Yeah. Can you do banked sleep? How how yeah. does that work? Imagine going down that rabbit hole for every question that your clients ask and then building a resource for that. Mm. How much better are you as a trainer at the end of that? Instead of and now I don't I don't discourage we, we fire shots a lot because not because you shouldn't do it, but because personal trainers only invest in it, like technical workshops. Yeah. I need to learn biomechanics. I need to learn nutrition. I need to learn this. And they pay heaps of money and they walk away usually with shit that they can't even apply to their business. But they don't actually pursue, this is a client problem that I'm being presented with. I need to go find the solution. And then when you find that solution, you just make it into a resource that you can give forever. It'll fast track your learning so much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they're always trying to find shit that they can just like show their client and see if they like it. Yeah. Sometimes. And I, like I was in, I was culprit of it in the past. I'd go and learn a workshop and be like, hey, we should try this. And I did not apply to that yeah. person at all. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to use it on someone. All of Good Life Point Cook on yeah. macro tracking in yeah. 20 fucking yeah. 15 or whatever Yeah, it was. like most, not most, but a portion of clients that I trained weren't bodybuilders and we'd just be doing all this fucking bodybuilding style training, intensifiers yeah. and shit. And I'm like, fuck, you just don't need to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So- Yes. <clears throat> back That was back to the meat and nuts. So, you cool down, cool get down. your admin, yep. yep. sort it out. Once you've got all that in place, if you think about that, like you warm up, getting those documents done, uh, getting the, the pre-stuff in, building buy-in, getting everything prepped, ready to go. Yeah. Then you've got good onboarding. The T's and C's, which is <clears throat> fucking the god of your business, is yep. the terms and conditions. If you don't have them, you don't have a foot to stand on with yeah, anything yeah. else. Then you've got the resources. So the reason I called that the meat and potatoes, like with a program, it's the same. You're always probably, for most people, going to have a heavy lower body push and a heavy hinge at the start of your program, Yeah, your leg day. Then after that, you can kind of fuck with whether we do seated or lying hamstring curls. Yeah. The reason I structured it that way is like that meat and nuts part. So the welcome series and how you're executing that for your clients and the client education portal or the resources portal you can fucking develop that forever. Yeah. You can change it. You can move it. You can deliver it in different ways. You can, we've still doing it. Yeah. yeah. 10 years later. So 
that's the stuff that you can kind of play with. And then obviously the cooldowns, like, okay, this actually allows me to leave the gym in the right frame of mind. Put that all together, you'll save time, you'll save heaps of fucking energy. Yeah. And you'll actually be able to manage more clients, which means you'll make more money. Now, of all of those, the hero content probably carries the most friction for most trainers. Yeah. So I would say, just write it out to start with. Yeah, man. Like Noah, the example that you used, yeah. just has a PDF. That's it. Yeah. 50% increase in show nice, ratio. Nice looking PDF. Not hard to make things aesthetic these days. Like Canva, Canva and shit go. and whatever else I like. Yeah. Yeah. Professional, who simple, you are, effective. Who you work with, what yeah. their problems are, how you solve them, the results they get. Yeah. Have that written down. So simple. And give it to people. It's not as complicated as you think. When you're ready, a YouTube video, I think is gold standard for that. We use a podcast. Mm. Episode 122 of Standout PT Information. <laughs> and if you ever apply for standout PT, I'll send you that podcast so you can listen to it because yep. it talks about those things. Yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? Sorry. Yeah. The other thing with a program is we give them to clients because it's repeatable, it's measurable, and the whole like how many times a personal trainer said, what's measured is managed and they don't fucking measure anything. Yeah. Once you've got a system like this in place, you can be like, oh, fuck. People aren't signing the direct debit form when I get off the phone for my yeah. online clients. Or I'm sending them a link and they're leaving and it's not getting done. Yeah. I need to intervene there. Yeah. I'm getting the same question about why my macros, why my calories add up differently in the app than they do in my fitness spell. Yeah. I need something somewhere to answer that question. So once you put all that in place, save time, more income, better results, longer retention, fucking more fulfillment out of your job. Yeah. Nobody got into personal training to be an admin. No, fuck that. Officer. We want to train people. Just dad. Mm. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. And set it up so you can spend your time doing the thing you like to do the most. Yeah. 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 So put good stock into just having a think about how many hours you're spending right now. Have a think about how many clients you have and how much hours you're spending in back end. And then if you did get to that full book, yeah. Say you got full book face-to-face and then you added some online clients, which is what everyone wants to do. Mm. We want to be that hybrid sold-out yeah. trainer. How many hours of shit are you doing? Yeah, it's a lot of frustration. Yeah. And I think really, we are you reckon, four or six hours? You put that together? Oh, yeah. Hero content probably <laughs> takes the longest, maybe an hour. Yeah. Sorting out your direct debit or mm. everything else we spoke about short period yeah. of time oh, maybe maybe the resources part might be a bit but they just chip away at it and then it have to be it can be an ongoing yeah. thing like hey we've added this now hey we've added this now every single person in standouts done that it's just like yeah. we're just adding they're adding modules to their their client resources yeah and that's you know, took the words out of my mouth thank you jason that's what we do <laughs> so yeah you could you could basically just do that on a needs basis when you get yeah. asked a question mm. go and make yeah. a resource on so it. start with the welcome bit then go over the training components. If you have some form of nutrition structure, do that next. Yep. Add, add, add. stcfit.com resources. You will find the six-figure systems checklist. Download it for mm. free and get the free training. Yep. I will say, 
we are closing our standout PT intake in, it'll be four weeks from today when this comes out. <clears throat> we haven't closed it for a while. We're going back to an intake cycle. So it's going to close. So you need to get in soon. The yeah. earlier you get in, the more free access you'll get. So we're yeah. actually going to give you access to the course immediately on sign up, which means you get access to the mastermind calls, mm. which are the Q&A sessions we talk about. 90 very, minutes. Very good bonus. Every Thursday, 90 minutes with Jason and I to ask whatever the fuck you want or all the other trainers in there as well Yeah, uh, that you can bounce ideas off. Obviously, ask questions in the group. Yep. We've got Tam in there. We've got Ash from May in there yeah, yep. um, that you can kind of bounce those ideas around yep. in. We're also, for the first time, also. doing our 30-day money-back guarantee. Mm-hmm. So we are so sure that you will see the pathway from where you are right now to being sold-out, hybrid coach, six figures inside the 26 weeks that we're putting a 30-day, no questions, money-back guarantee. So same website. Conference is there. Same website, services, standout PT. Yep. Shoot through an inquiry or book a call. I will have a chat with you. And then for this month, anyone who signs up, I'll also do a business audit for you. So what I'm going to do is sign up as a client. Smashing the bonuses. Go through your entire business as a client and just point out some things that you might be able to Mm. do. A lot of this stuff that will improve the experience of your client, which will improve buy-in, which will improve results, will improve lifetime client value, retention, all of the things. It's a lot of value. I think so. Yeah. I would miss out. If Throw I on the on, kitchen If I was on the out. fence, that would push me over. Yeah. If I wasn't on the fence, I'd be on the other side anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Don't forget to good. subscribe, like, do the things, yep. and we will see you on Beyond the Gym Floor next week. All right. Catch you guys.